Well, hello again, and welcome to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today in our devotion, we are going to be looking into Matthew chapter 17. Uh, specifically, we're going to be looking at the first story in Matthew chapter 17, which is uh, oftentimes called the Transfiguration of Jesus Christ. And so this is uh, this is a moment when Jesus and a few of his disciples, they're up on the mountainside together. And... Uh, and I, I want for our short time together today, I want us to just, again, just consider who Jesus is and uh, and see how this text reveals who Jesus is. And, and it, my hope as we uh, think about this together is that we just grow in our awe of Christ. We grow in our desire to worship him. Uh, we grow in our willingness to follow him and obey him. Let me let me show you what I mean. Let's jump into uh, to chapter 17. I want to look at verse 2 to begin. And what I want us to begin with is, is just uh, to be amazed at Jesus's glory. Look at what it says. It says, and he, Jesus, was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. Now look at what's happening with Christ here. Christ here, we are getting we are getting a preview of of really Christ in his glory. We are getting a preview of of the glory of of Christ that's going to shine for all eternity and we get it in this moment uh, up on this hill and uh and we see his face it it shines like the sun. You know, this reminds us in the book of Revelation, in the very end, it talks about how there are no luminaries. There's no need for the sun and the moon because the glory of God is what illuminates the, the eternity for us. And, and this, is a, this is a preview of that. Christ's face is shining like the sun and his, his clothes, they become white as light. Not white as a bleached shirt, uh, but white as light, like the purest form of white, just shining brilliantly. And this is this is Christ. His face is shining with glory. His clothing is is white. Jesus has been he's been transformed. This is not a spotlight's been put on him, but he is emanating with glory and with light. This is this is meant, uh, meant to leave us saying, "Wow, wow." And, and he's not alone now. Verse three, we see that he is joined. It says, behold, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. And so Jesus now, he is, he is talking with Moses and Elijah who really, they represent the, the, the law and the prophets. Jesus is talking with those who represent the Old Testament revelation of the word of God. This is the word of God talking with the Old Testament revelation of the word of God. Again, Jesus is, we don't, we don't have all the details here. We don't know the kind of encouragement he's receiving, but, uh, but Jesus, he's now with these Old Testament saints and he's conversing with them. He is joined with them, and we, we see the word of God, Jesus, uh, speaking with these, these guys who really, they wrote in light of Christ. And again, we go back to Matthew's goal is to, to prove to us that Jesus is, he is the Messiah. He is the, the king of the Jews. And so now we have the king of the Jews meeting with Moses and, and Elijah. And, uh, and so one of, um, one of the disciples, Peter, he's there, and, and the next thing we see is Peter... <laughs> He uh, he's so eager. He, you just gotta love Peter, right? I mean, the last chapter we have his his um, his 
profession of faith that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. And then right after that, we have him saying, oh, Lord, nothing's bad is going to happen to you. And Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. Here we have Peter experiences the transfiguration of Christ. And he says, wow, this is amazing. Verse four, he says, Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. And Peter's like, hey, let's, uh, Let's just camp here for a while, Jesus. Let's let's stay here as long as possible. I just, I, I love Peter here. I love his desire. I love his blurting out maybe the very first thing that comes into his mind. Uh, you can't blame him. I mean, wouldn't you love to hang out with Jesus in Moses and Elijah for who knows how long, however long they're willing to camping out on the hillside? I mean, Talk about seizing the moment. This is what Peter does. And and um, and and here's what happens next. These words come out of Peter's mouth. And then the next thing is like Peter is still speaking. And then you have the voice of God speaking. God interrupts Peter in a sense. Verse 5 says, He was speaking, still speaking, when behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. You got chapter 16, Peter's confession. Jesus, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. You have chapter 17, the transfiguration. Jesus is brilliantly displayed in glory. Moses and Elijah are there. Peter wants to make some tents. And then the voice of God coming from this giant cloud says, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. I mean, you just, you can't help but be overwhelmed with the identity of Jesus here. He's shining in glory. And now the the father is speaking his approval over him from heavens, from the heavens. He says, this is my son, my beloved son, uh, with whom I am well pleased. And then you have this last phrase, listen to him. Listen to him, hear him, obey him. Do what he says really is what this is saying. And so the the disciples, they they respond. It says, verse six, when the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were terrified. Again, you, you can't blame them. I would be right there on my face with them. Wouldn't you be? Just like, okay, wow. This has uh, gone from amazing to uh, intense. The voice of God speaking his approval from the heavens over his son and so these guys, they hit the deck. They fall to their face. I think it's maybe built into our DNA just to have that immediate reaction. <laughs> they fall to their face at this intense voice. And then Jesus encourages them, verse 7. But Jesus came and touched them saying, rise and have no fear. But rise, it's okay, guys. Jesus touches them. It's okay, but it's okay. I'm here. You need not fear. Again, this this phrase, not to be afraid, not to be gripped by fear, even by gripped by the fear of being in the presence of Jesus and his glory and the voice of God from heaven. He says, rise up, don't, don't be afraid. Now, again, this is this is such an encouragement for us today. In our modern day, we look back at the word of God and the ancient ways. And, and what I want us to do today is just simply once again, marvel at the person of Jesus Christ. I mean, what do we need today? What we need today is we need Christ. (laughs) 
Simply put, what we need today is to remember who Christ is and that that he loves us. Remember remember that he died and rose again for us. But, But in this passage in particular, remember who he is as the beloved son of God who in that moment appeared in glory and for all eternity is going to be in glory. I mean, just... Imagine being there for a moment and imagine the encouragement, imagine the intensity, imagine the the overwhelming sense, uh, the overwhelming of your senses in that moment. Jesus' glory, Moses and Elijah appearing, the voice of God from heaven, and then Jesus coming and touching them and encouraging them. Don't don't be afraid. Get get up. It's okay. I don't you don't have to be afraid. I'm I'm here. This is really what we need today. We need to remember that that's the same Jesus we follow. And, and the same Jesus who the Father says, this is my beloved Son, listen to him. Listen, we need to listen to Jesus. This short passage in a second for just this moment we have right now, it is a simple reminder to marvel at Jesus, but don't just marvel at Jesus. Don't just say, let's set up some tents and camp here. Don't just fall to your face in awe as the voice of God proclaims his approval of his son. Listen to Jesus. This is what we need to do. We need to remember to listen and to follow Jesus and everything he's instructed us. And so this is your encouragement today. Your, your ancient way for your modern day is to marvel at Jesus and then to allow your awe of Jesus, your love of Jesus, your being amazed at the glory of Jesus to move you toward an obedience, to following him, to listening to him, trusting him more and more.